Welcome to Canada's podcast, the number one podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Hello, this is Robert Smigel coming to you today with Vancouver's podcast, a member of the Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in Vancouver, British Columbia. It's now time to just to listen, discover, and engage. Today's guest is Kevin Foreman. Kevin's passion for business stems from his youth, where he saw his family incorporate and grow multiple businesses. Being raised in a family of small business owners provides Kevin with a unique perspective to his clients' success, endeavors, and challenges. He sits on the board of the Port Moody Coquitlam Federal LPC EDA as organizational chair and cherishes the community that has provided him with innate opportunity. Well, Kevin, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners. Thanks, Robert. Thanks for the introduction, and hello, everyone. Great. Okay. We know you're from Port Moody. I guess you were born and raised there, but tell us a little bit more about yourself and give us the details on your current business. Well, I still live in the area. I live in Coquitlam, so that's just outside of Vancouver in British Columbia, and I operate a consulting firm. We specialize in business plan writing, strategic planning, and sustainability consulting. And yeah, it's a relatively new business. We started it one year ago, and uh, it's been an exciting year. Um, definitely an interesting time to start a business. Um, and that's, that's a bit about me and the company. Good. Okay. A Vancouverite, as we say. Yes. I, I, I love it, um, but I also like to get out and travel. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, second question. Did you need financing to start your company and how do you currently make money in your business now? We know you've been around for about a year. So how's that looking so far? Financing is so important. Um, a lot of the money that I've utilized up to this point has been personally financed, uh, my own personal loans and whatnot. Um, to compete in this day and age, you almost need financing of some sort, um, whether it's an investment or a bank loan. Um, so it's, it's important to us and it's actually an important part of our field. We help entrepreneurs um, receive funding uh, through our business plan writing services. Okay, so you would write a business plan for someone and that would give them the plan to go in and uh, take it to a bank? Yes, yeah, so we have about five different types of business plans. A strategic, which is mainly just for your internal purposes. And then we have a bank loan business plan, investment grant for the government, um, and immigration for people that are immigrating into Canada. They often need a business plan um, for the immigration process if they plan on utilizing one of the business visas. What is the long-term vision and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada? Great question. Yes, we want to expand um, across the globe. For Canada, we're mainly focused on Vancouver and Toronto, although the rest of Canada is also attractive, um, but mainly Vancouver and Toronto. Uh, we plan on going to the States after that. San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and long-term, over the five to ten-year range, we want to uh, expand to India, uh, New Delhi, it's the most English-speaking part, um, and Sydney, Australia, 
and also in a few parts of Africa, Africa actually, because it's such an emerging market. Um, so Lagos, Nigeria is one spot, and also in South Africa. Um, a bit about our platform. Um, we essentially just um, reserve like a locker or a mailbox in a city to get an actual mailing address. Um, and then from there, we just offer virtual services. So we will advertise through Google, through search engine optimization in a specific city, um, rank there, and then offer our services, as I've said, virtually. And in the instance that uh, client wants to meet in person, we just charge out for travel fees. So yes, we absolutely want to expand um, across the globe. I think the other part of your question was, will we be offering other services? Um, so here's, here's what we're doing right now. We're starting off with business plans. It's a low-hanging fruit. Um, Long-term, it's going to be attractive because we're working with young entrepreneurs. And as their businesses grow, we have the opportunity to sell our other services for more mature businesses, which are strategic planning and sustainability consulting. Um, Long-term, we really want, even in the short to medium term, we want to position ourselves as a sustainability consulting firm. We are, we have a great team in that. The challenge is getting those clients. Um, you need to start with a base, right? So we're starting with business plans. It's a cash flow thing. It helps us. Also, it's an important service to us. But long term, uh, even in the medium term, sustainability consulting is our focus. Good. Okay. Well, we learned uh, a little bit about you and we uh, learned uh, about your business, but we want to talk about uh, doing business in British Columbia and Vancouver. Port Moody in your case. What are the biggest benefits for you in being an entrepreneur in Vancouver, BC? I want you to give us some of the good points about starting a company here, but I also want you to give some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them. Fantastic. Okay. Vancouver, Port Moody, Coquitlam, you know, the surrounding area, it's great because it's such a stable climate. Uh, politically, um, it's just a great place to operate and base your business out of. More and more companies are coming here for that reason. Respective of your field, like for technology companies, for example, there's other reasons. For us personally, it's just a stable climate and it's home. So that's that's all I'm going to say for that answer. But for other industries, there are reasons why Vancouver is attractive. Now, some of the challenges in operating out of Vancouver is the red tape. We haven't ran into it yet, but we're cautious of it. Entrepreneurs all the time talk about in the States how you have less red tape, um, less regulatory challenges. Again, for us, it's, it hasn't been a challenge yet, but we will see as time goes on. Another small challenge, um, we're trying to raise about a 20% investment in our business right now. And Canadians and Vancouverites are somewhat cautious in at times in taking risks into smaller firms so if you're trying to raise an investment and if you're outside of the tech space um, you can have a challenge in doing that in the vancouver area speaking broadly okay now lower mainland is a great place to do work uh it, just the environment there is beautiful and times have changed, obviously, and we're not uh, always in our office and, and people are working from home. We do some of our best work outside the office or home. Is there a place in the lower mainland close to where you live or work where you like to go recharge or get inspired with ideas or just think about your business? And does it change with the season concerning all the rain we get here? 
Interesting question. Um, honestly, since I've started the business, there's been a Starbucks location. It's on Austin Avenue and Mariner in Coquitlam. And they've seen me from the very beginning going in there with my laptop, grabbing a coffee. And uh, that to me is really my personal home base. Um, they're just fantastic there. And they ask how my business is going. Sometimes it goes for a matter of month. So they haven't been there. But that for me is the place that I honestly really love to go to and uh, recharge. The rain, honestly, I've lived here for 30 years. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit past it. It's, it's unfortunate to be outside in, but I can't really complain. Okay. Let's talk about some of the things that uh, you've learned along the way. If you were to start all over again, I know you've been only been in it for a year, but if you were to start all over again and you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, but this time you don't know anyone, knowing what you know now, what would you do and how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? I would, in that situation, I would like to think that I would reach out to some of the local sources. Um, in Vancouver, there's a Vancouver Economic Forum. Um, Right now, the federal government, there's a lot of different options um, for support there. I, I would really just do some research on local options. Um, I would definitely join the Small Business Owners of BC group. It's a booming little Facebook group, but it's incredibly effective. And uh, it's, it's, it was started earlier this year and it's gone just ballistic. Uh, there's so many people on it and it's a really helpful little group that's the small business owners of bc facebook group so that's what i would do that's a good we'll have to put that in the show notes because i think that'd be you know we like to connect uh entrepreneurs with other entrepreneurs and i think that would be something we can uh we'll get that link from you let's talk about your routine what does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day I do. Um, for complete transparency, I'm, I'm a recovering alcoholic. Uh, I've been sober for over three years. And part of the program um, is that I do a very small prayer uh, from the book, which is a fantastic little prayer. It's basically handing myself over to my higher power and trying not too much to, to, to steer the bus. And that's a tough thing to do for an entrepreneur. So any of the entrepreneurs out there that might be uh, recovering, um, you're, you're in charge of so much. You, you have to make so many decisions. But at the same time, you have to be able to sort of just let things go. Um, so it's a very fine line there. So I do my little prayer. I do a five-minute meditation. And um, I'm off from there. I, uh, I just start. That's it. No kids waking yet. No kids yet, which is fantastic. I think that's a real advantage right now. Yeah. But soon to be, maybe. <laughs> okay. Do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way or are wired differently? Okay. So, honestly, if you want your business to be successful, and to me, my personal definition of successful in business is successful. It's the Teslas of the electrical vehicle industries. It's the leaders of each market. It's the Googles of search engines. If you want to be successful, you do need to be wired differently. You have to be able to make decisions quickly 
but you need to be able to make very effective decisions at the same time. You need to see what's coming 10 years down the line, for example, technology, and be the first to see what that looks like and to be able to make critical decisions and to offer the most to your clients or customers. So yes, I definitely think entrepreneurs need to be wired a little bit differently. It goes back to that Steve Jobs um, quote, something along the lines of um, those people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones that actually change the world. So you do need to be wired a little bit differently. I think it was Elon Musk's mother said, he was always a little weird. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Let's talk about what you read. What books are you reading now and why, or even audiobooks? And can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs? I definitely like the um, uh, audible books for sure. I'm listening to one right now. It's like a history of sustainability. Uh, Maybe I'll uh, send it to you later, Robert, so you can post it. Yeah. If you need Mm -hmm. to, but yeah, it's a hit. It's a history of sustainability and it's, Fantastic. Um, it just talks about from you know 300 years ago, all the accounts of people saying, "Hey, I think this might be a little wrong." Uh, this deforestation we're noticing here, and it, it's very interesting. It just talks about all the different um, accounts of uh, sustainability. It's not always just environmental; it can be social. So that's what I'm listening to right now, and it's very interesting. Good. Any online or offline tools that you use on a daily basis? Yes, Uber Suggest. It's Uber Suggest, and it's from neilpatel.com. He's an SEO expert. And what you can do on it is see your website or your competitors or somebody who's going to offer you marketing services. Robert, I know you're someone involved in marketing, so this might be interesting to you. Maybe you already know about it. Um, but you can essentially see how your business is doing from an SEO perspective. So how many backlinks you have, what's your domain score, Um, how many organic keywords that you have to your business and how many visitors you're getting a month. It's not always completely accurate, but it definitely is somewhat accurate for sure. Um, That's what I utilize a lot, Uber Suggest. And when you're looking for marketing businesses, and if if, if you aren't in marketing, but you're looking to contract that out, it might be a good idea to type in that business's name into Uber Suggest and to see how they're doing with their SEO. That's that's kind of what I do personally. I, I have trust in SEO businesses that are doing well in SEO themselves and website design businesses that have amazing websites. So Uber Suggest is important. Okay, we'll have to get that note as well. Okay, let's talk about uh, British Columbia again. How do you balance work and how do you relax and not think about work? What are your favorite activities to do here in our beautiful province? Do you ski, bike, kayak, golf, hike, or simply go for a drive? This is something I feel bad about because I definitely don't utilize our incredible outdoors enough. You're so close to Bunsen Lake. I know. That is one spot I go to. I, I do go to Bunsen Lake. I'll drive up there. I'll walk down this little path and yeah. sit outside. I, I should definitely make more use of it. I feel like if my life continues the way it's going, when I'm a little bit older, I won't say, oh, I wish I traveled because I've traveled a fair bit. But I think I'll say, why didn't I just go outdoors? Yeah. In the province more. 
I, I love it. One, my, one of my little dreams starts off topic, but I'd love to just take like a summer and just go see all of Vancouver Island and just yeah. But or no, I don't, I don't, like Hornby Island, Hornby Island, uh, Maine Island, Gabriel Island, Salt Spring Island, hit them all. Exactly. I'd love to do that. Okay. Let's talk about a, a change of path for you. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession? So interesting of a question. That is just so interesting because when you're an entrepreneur, all you're so invested in what you're doing that that's it. So I kind of feel a little bit empty here even thinking about that. Um, I'm a little bit involved in politics to a degree. I'd like to separate that from business, but I'm a little bit uh, involved in that. I'd like to think that I would do something in politics, trying to serve the public in some way. Okay. What kind of a job would you not like to do? Couldn't do it. Uh, well, I definitely not want to work in a slaughterhouse. That's for sure. I'm... Uh, that's definitely something I would not want to do. I probably wouldn't want to work in an office where you just, I've only seen it in the movies. I've never experienced it where you just have to work in like a little cubicle. Um, but that's something I would definitely not enjoy. Um, honestly, I wouldn't want to work anywhere that I wasn't enjoying myself and having fun. And I think everywhere I've ever worked, there's been great people. I've been able to be myself. Um, and I think, yeah, it's off topic, but I think that's an important thing for employers. It's just letting your staff have self-expression, being themselves and anywhere really that I wouldn't be able to be myself. I wouldn't want to work. In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use? Well, I have one right now. It's big things start small. And it's from Jeff Bezos, uh, founder of Amazon. And he was actually utilizing it when he was talking about I think it's called Blue Blue Planet, Blue Circle. It's his space exploration program. Yes, it's a, he, he had said blue, I think it's blue something. Yeah, he, it's Bezos thing, yeah. Yes, so it's him, it's him versus, um, which is, it's interesting because it's him versus uh, Elon Musk for trying to human colonization of, of Mars or another planet. But what's interesting is in this past week, they're neck and neck for the richest uh, people on earth. Anyways, that, that's my favorite quote. Big things start small. What's your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear? I can't. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why? I'd say survivor and Kevin, because I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I'm my own kind of. What you see is what you get. What you see is what you get. There you go. Okay. Anything keeping you up at night? No, but when it does, it really keeps me up. But uh, I would say, if anything, I just watched um, a show on sustainability. I forget his name right now. He's the, the voice of sustainability from BBC. Um, he's a little bit older. Everyone's probably guessing his name right now. But he has a show on Netflix. It's his last account to sustainability and he talks, they show the earth from when he was in his 10, 20s and um, it just shows all the change. And there's a point about an hour in, this is on Netflix and it shows if we don't make a change like right now, what will happen each decade up to 2100. And it's quite frightening 
um, the snowball of negative environmental effects that will happen if we don't change our harm on the environment. Okay, some good points there for sure. Give us the top three things on your inspired life list. This could be if you want to travel more, write a book, philanthropy, you said politics, anything else that you kind of want to do outside of uh, what you're doing now as far as a profession and your, and your business? Yes. So partially a part of our business, I want to create a nonprofit or an arm out of our consulting business where we give back to the community. Um, we give back to the community, but we also propose ideas to federal governments, to provincial governments, and they can do with it whatever they want. But we say we feel on, from a sustainability expert standpoint, this is what we feel is best. Um, with that being said, the first project that I really want to get my boots on the ground um, on is um, a project for the downtown east side in Vancouver. There's been a lot of different groups that have tried to go in there and, and try to clean things up. And what I really want to get involved in after fairly extensive research is a program where we don't really try to change things too much. We understand from that very tight-knit community what they want, what they need, and we try to give them that so that they have a little bit more dignity in their day-to-day -day lives and it's a little bit less insane uh, and it's just a, a more peaceful way of life for those people um that's something i i mean i can remember being six years old driving down the streets in the downtown east side and seeing it and i think we can definitely do better as vancouverites as british columbians as canadians um for that so that, that's something i'd really really like to get involved in do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout British Columbia? Here's what I would say. Create a fantastic business plan. And I'm not just saying that for us to get more business out of that. Look into it yourself if you want to, but create just a fantastic business plan, even if you're in business for two years. Well, at that point, you might want to look into a strategic plan. But create a business plan or a strategic plan you're going to answer so many questions that you probably never thought of or haven't really worked on um, to create um, real real really defined answers yeah a business plan is going to help you out so much and in addition you're probably going to require funding and that will help you in receiving that aid awesome Okay, Kevin, are you ready to have some fun? I'm so ready to have some fun. Okay, we're gonna wrap up our questions here. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there. There is no internet, this place does exist. We're gonna drop you off there. You won't have a computer or smartphone or a tablet. You can use the one phone booth there that's located anytime there to call the boat and we'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call? And what would you do while you were there? I would really, really, really want to make that call right away. How long would you last? How long? I would last probably both. <laughs> I'd like to think maybe one day if I knew that they were going to pick me up right away. Well, it depends. Are, are you guys going to pick me up right away? If it's I need up to, to you, yeah, they got everything there. There's just no internet. 
okay, if I know that's the case and if I know nobody's worried about me, I think I would take like a week. What would you do? Life's a journey. I would, I would be at that place for some reason and I would just try to enjoy and understand the moment as best as I could. But honestly, I wouldn't want to go much longer than a week than two weeks. There's definitely other points in my life when I would have wanted to stay there for longer than a week ago. Uh, but right now it's not one. Yeah. I thought you were going to be like, like Dan Locke said one time when we had him on the show, he said, tell the boat to not go too far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's got the right idea. Okay. Let's wrap things up. How can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Think big. It's something I was thinking about earlier today. The cold, hard reality is that 99.8% of everyone's business right now who has a business, it's not going to get quite to where they want it to be. Um, and it's definitely going to look different than what they expected it to look like. So I would definitely say look five years out, look 10 years out, look at what technology is going to do to your industry. I am not an expert in technology. I'm aware of it. I'm fascinated by it, but I'm not an expert in it. And I would say, look out, look how technology will disrupt it. Try to be a pioneer of that and do your best. I know it sounds cheesy, but do your best to make this play this world a better place. Whatever you put out there is what you're going to get back tenfold. So, be the entrepreneur who helps other entrepreneurs, who has a conversation, who listens, um, because building that network, it, it's just going to make your life so much more peaceful. And at the same time, those people are going to be there for you when you need it. I think you just defined Canada's podcast, giving a, All right. a place for entrepreneurs to connect and engage and discover and learn from each other. And I think that, that's what we've done here today. So excellent. Okay, Kevin, thanks for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. One second. ESBCON.com. That's where you can find me, or Kevin at BSBCON.com. Okay. And we'll also have all your social links, LinkedIn, all that stuff on, on, your, on your page when, when it goes live. So uh, make sure that uh, you get in touch with Kevin. Uh, I've learned a lot about you, so I, I'm sure that uh, our listeners uh, will learn from you as well and hopefully contact you. It, Robert, it's been such a pleasure. And thanks, everyone, for listening. It's been very nice.